Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, how are you? How are you? I'm fine, how are you? A bit delirious, if I'm honest. I'm very tired, just just to set the scene for everybody listening. Georgia and I are currently on the floor. It's like 8pm. We've both had really, really long days of working and parenting. And yeah, we're we're recording these podcasts like for slits as eyes, basically. Yeah, see so my if, eyes. We, if we say anything silly on this podcast, <laughs> please just ignore us because it's coming from a place of like just tiredness. But you know what? I wanted to talk about something and oh god you know, I, re- I really should just talk to you about this like on the phone. But oh my I god. Well oh my god, are you pregnant? No, I'm not pregnant. Oh my, oh my god. god, I'm literally having heart failure. I thought no, you were gonna tell us you were no. pregnant. No, I'm not pregnant. No, 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 no. I'm really not pregnant. I was going to say, right, do you get this with Luna and Kit? When is the, like, sibling weirdness, like, not okay anymore? So Axel tonight was laying in the bath going, come and get my willy to Gigi. (laughs) And, you know, when you're like, oh, should I say don't do that? Like, what should I do? So I just turn around. <laughs> this is so good. This is better than I'm pregnant. This is better. <laughs> this is better than I'm pregnant. And I've just been thinking about it a lot recently. I'm like, when should this like stop? When should I be saying don't do this? No, I don't. I don't. I mean, definitely not now because you don't want things to be weird, but you don't want to create yeah. issues. I think every single person that's listening to this is either going through it or has got it to come or has had it and is looking back and thinking, yeah, that was fucking weird. Um, to be honest with you, ours do it as well. It's more yeah. Luna's obsession with like you know her her private parts and like that yeah. that is like an obsession where she just cannot stop either talking about it showing them to us or just like bending it you know <laughs> it's very strange I try I go no one wants to see that but I think it's just I actually don't think it's strange I think it's very normal I think all kids go through it so I think you've just got to rock and roll it and just go oh whatever Axel you know you crack on. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't say anything. I just like kind of giggle or like turn around and look at James like, oh, my God, what are we going to do about Has this? he seen Judgy Let's James hope. do it? Come on, Georgia. Come and get my that's where he's getting it from. Maybe he isn't asleep at night. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> How long did you share a room with him for? How long were you on the bottom bunk for? Things have got fucking it weird. It was a good six months, so you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah. That's not why we're here, is it? No. <laughs> Although the podcast has started off on a really great note. Um, we're here. We're doing a Q&A for you. We're talking about um, how to find the new you post-baby, right? Yes, exactly. I mean, we've spoken about this before and how much we've both struggled about it and um, struggled with this in different ways as well you know like yes body image a huge factor but also like trying to take on your new life you know grieving your old life yeah you know knowing when it's okay to turn around and say no do you know what I can't come to that party or I don't want to be out late because I've got this tomorrow or whatever um it's it's a learning curve, isn't it? Wow, it's the biggest lesson <laughs> in life. It's the hardest, it's been the hardest thing really um, because you're so happy on one hand and you're so content with where you are and it's the most magical time and everything is amazing. And then on the other side, you're like weeping in the bathroom because you miss your friends, mm. you miss you, you miss, you know, yeah. getting dressed up, you might miss your career, you might miss, you know, there's loads of stuff that you grieve for after you have a baby. And people that say yeah. that they didn't go through it, I don't know. Those, those people are very lucky because for me, I found it incredibly difficult to shut that door and say goodbye to that chapter and have the acceptance in my new chapter and actually I fought it and fought it and fought it for such a long time and I was trying to live both lives and trying to be in London and have that life and then try to be with Luna in Cheltenham and be you know a country wife and I was just like this isn't working um Exactly. I think you kind of get to the point where you find the balance, don't you? Or try definitely to have least. To, definitely have now. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's it's a weird one. Like, I definitely struggled with, you know, old life, new life and different, you know, like a different lifestyle. But I think the thing that I find the most difficult is the freedom. Like, mm. that is the one thing that I find really hard, like, you know our old life me and James were very much just the two of us we've lived yeah. away from our families and our friends and we've moved around the country and we've always just been able to do what we want when we want you know we didn't mm. even have the whole thing of like oh you know you need to go we've got to go around to our parents on the weekend for a roast we didn't have any of those like commitments if you know what I mean we just mm. had a very free life so if we wanted to you know stay in bed all day on a Sunday even if it was like someone's birthday we could if we wanted Mm. to you know go out we could just do whatever we wanted so I think for us that that was the hardest thing um was just yeah we still talk about it now we still talk about it now that is definitely the thing that we miss the most and I don't know about you but I find it really really hard to say that I I feel sad about that you know are we Mm. ever allowed to say do you know what I don't really want a parent today do you know what I don't really want to see them today do you know what I actually just want to go I I don't want to be with anybody today I just want to be on my own I don't want to feel guilty about it I don't want to have to rush back for bath time I don't it's not saying that I don't want to have my children in my life because obviously they're the best thing that's ever happened to me but at the same time I think it's absolutely like people that don't have children single people they're allowed to say how much they love their life just lounging around having yeah. baths and hanging out with their mates and doing whatever it's like well so we should be able to vocalize that as well because that is a big thing like I've been 
really ragey the last few days, like flying mm. off the handle, being really snappy. Just and I was like, what is wrong with me? What, what what is my problem? My problem is is that I can't remember the last time I was alone, and yeah, that, that is something that makes me sad because I love my own company and I feel like I need to carve some of that into this life. You can't be everything to your family yeah. all the time and I think that comes no, finding so the new you, the new you has to have space for you exactly exactly I think you've hit the nail on the head that's exactly what it is and it's having the confidence and the acceptance and yeah just just to tell people that that's yeah. what you need and that's what you want especially you know the you know your partner or your family or whatever um just yeah to feel confident enough to say you know what I need time for me and it's not selfish no. because I can't be a good parent if I'm not happy in myself like and, and it's not teaching your children the right things either I think mm. um you know we want to bring our children up to be happy so we've got to lead by example absolutely G so we threw yeah. the question out to you you've sent <laughs> you've did. sent in so many so thank you so much we're going to get through as many as we can let's go for it yeah let's kick off so um this is around body image so when the big when the bigger tummy still linger lingers as baby is around 18 months and that is from Amy yes Amy we hear you yeah absolutely <sighs> I think accepting your body post-baby is really, really, really tricky. Mm. And I think, like, weirdly, for the first year, I always feel all right. Like, I think, oh, well, you know, it's fine. I've just had a baby. And you're in that, like, I've just had a baby. It's fine. It's fine. But when that year mark hits, I don't know what it is, but you almost feel like you should be back to normal again in a mm. weird way like mm. or you would be expected to be back to normal by other people mm. so if you were on holiday and your baby was 18 months old I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily think oh I've just had a baby I'd be thinking to myself in my own head oh god like I haven't just had a baby no one's going to be thinking that they're not going to be they're going to be looking at me and thinking like oh god she looks you know whatever and it's a weird one because I think that's when it kind of not hits you that you might that this just might be the new you um but it does I think it, it takes a while doesn't it mm. yeah absolutely George and I think it, it there's such pressure you know and, and it all mm. comes down to everybody else you know people society people seem to think that they can decide when you should look a certain way post baby and they put things yeah. on you like oh have you got back into your pre-baby jeans now and all this bullshit that people feed you and actually it's not about the way that you look having a baby no. changes you fundamentally and it's all and I have learned this lesson second time round that I'm never going yeah. to look the way that I looked before but I was miserable actually fundamentally yeah. down miserable body conscious trying to be skinnier trying to get into a smaller pair of size of jeans you know I've talked about all of that since having the kids there is an acceptance about things do look different and yeah. I try not to I try and focus on how I feel really feel and work on my happiness and I think that's absolutely key to Amy is that okay your tummy might be a bit bigger but are you happy have you got what you want in your life do you feel sexy do you feel confident and if you don't then you can do something about it and we you know there's lots of ways in which you know you can do that but if you say yes and the answer is yeah then you've got to love it 
and you've got to go yeah, for it. Then it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is. It's all about confidence and happiness for sure. Yeah. And also, like you just said, so like, how often do you look back at a photo and you're like, oh my god, I wish I could look like that now. Mm. And then you look at the photo and you think, God, but I hated my body then. So oh. actually, it makes. I don't think a lot of the time it actually makes any difference what your body actually looks like. It's all just a mindset. It's just a mindset. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I remember vividly being being photographed on holiday in Ibiza and it was right in the middle of my eating disorder. And I remember the photographs coming. I was on the beach and I was topless and I remember the photographs coming out and I remember seeing them in the, in the, on the mail and, and, you know, I read the comments and people going, Oh, look at her body. And, you know, she's so skinny and da da da. And some people going, Oh, doesn't she look great? I was in the middle of a severe eating disorder. I may have had a mm. smile on my face at the time, but I was, mm. I was, the pits I was in the depths so it works both ways it is not about how you look when you stand in front of the mirror yeah. it is all about how you feel because you can be a size six and be you know in in the darkest hole you can be a size 18 and be the happiest person in the world so I think that's what we really need to focus on yeah exactly absolutely yeah. Oh, wow. 10-week-old baby and struggling to find time uh, to spend quality time with partner. Help. 10-week-old baby. Not going to. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. It, uh, don't put so much, don't put pressure on yourself first off because mm. no one with a 10-week-old baby is probably finding the time to have, you know, a, a lovely time with their partner. At that time, you're right in the thick of it and everything is about the baby. Um, and if you're cool with that, then please just crack on because yeah. you've got, you know, you've got all the time in the world and your baby is only going to be 10 weeks old for another, what, couple of days. So just enjoy it. Um, yeah. 10 weeks old um, with Gigi. Do you remember this though? Like, I don't know what, what age did you put Luna in her bed? Like, at, you know, at bedtime, yeah. Do you remember? Um, yeah. Well, Dozer did it uh, nine weeks. Nine weeks. I remember yes. it because he just grabbed Luna and he was like, right, I've had enough of this. We're not sleeping. And he just popped her in her cot in the in her nursery. And I was like, you can't. And he was like, I'm doing this for us. We're not sleeping. And he just popped her in and she slept. And I was like, oh. Yeah. And then you got your evening. Yes. Like the second second time round with Gigi, I started putting her to bed, like not in her own room, but in our room. But in bed when we were downstairs yeah. at like two weeks old because I felt like I really needed just, I mean, it's probably only like two hours or something at that yeah, point, yeah. but I just needed those two hours with James. Like yeah. we just wanted that time. We had a toddler um, who was, you know, sucking the life out of us. <laughs> um, and we just needed that time to be on our own. Um so, you know, at 10 weeks old, you, you if that's something that you might think about doing, just putting, you know, putting the baby to bed at 6.30 or 7 yep. or whatever. Yep. So you get a couple of hours in the evening um, to feel like you, to watch something on the TV, to have a glass of wine, whatever you want to do. Um, it does make a big difference for me. Even now, you know, I love bedtime <laughs> as soon as I put them to bed do you do it come downstairs and I feel like a huge oh. weight has been lifted off my shoulders it's like when someone takes your baby <laughs> off you and goes 
you go and have a bath and you're like yes and I may never come out of that bathroom ever again you're just in there and you're like this feels like a two-week holiday to Ibiza um yeah yeah, it's exactly the same and Georgia is absolutely right I can't say any more than that Uh, you know if you can get even just putting baby down at seven o'clock for a couple of hours or even an hour just to sit down and talk to your partner or not even talk just cuddle (laughs) yeah sit in silence yeah exactly but touching (laughs) that's it so this is from Holly. Any tips on how to feel good about post-baby body if weight loss isn't going as expected? Oh, yes, Holly, definitely. And don't be disheartened by that because like you have ups and downs, you know, highs and lows, things don't go as you think they're going to go and that's fine. I think tips to make yourself feel good, um, if we're talking about just things that you can do sort of physically, um, I always love doing a tan. And I know that sounds absolutely ridiculous, but if I it ever feel... It does It's amazing. I, yeah. yeah. I did say mm. this. I'm like, tan change, like spray tans change lives. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you can just do one at home in the evening, just go and have a shower, exfoliate, you know, put some moisturizer on and then just do a really nice tan. We love the Amanda Harrington one or the Saint-Tropez mousse is really nice. And it just makes you feel better. I think a really nice um, set of underwear also can just help you feel a little bit more confident. I think a blow dry is really mm. good. If you can just do put some curls in your hair and just put a bit of makeup on, like how often do we actually spend 20 minutes just for ourselves just you know putting some waves in our hair um I know exactly exactly. so I think those are the physical things yeah and treating yourself to a few new bits like if as you say if weight loss isn't going as expected then park those old clothes that you wanted to get into try and forget about them for a bit and you know buy a few you know buy a few new nice bits that you feel comfortable in and the other thing as well with weight loss, if it is something that you really, really want, you have to remember it's really difficult to lose weight when you're running on no sleep. Yeah. <laughs> your body, like, doesn't your body, like, store fat or something when yeah. you're not getting enough sleep? Yeah. It does. So it's one of those things. If it's something you really, really want, it will come at some point. And it's really mm. important to lay off the pressure um, because it's only, yeah, I mean, it's never, nothing is good under pressure, is it? No, agreed. And also, you know, with kind of, it goes back to sort of, you know, how you feel. And you're saying that you're you're trying to lose weight and maybe it's not going to plan. It's always the hardest, the first couple of weeks, like, you know, kickstarting that and just kind of taking the first step. And I think that leads us into this next question. 10 months postpartum, how do I kickstart getting back into fitness? Now, (laughs) this is something that I'm really passionate about because I really do see the rewards. Georgia and I, you know, we're not the biggest exercise freaks on the planet, but we do, we do love to go for a run or do a hit class or do some yoga or whatever it is, because for us, it's like a bit of an escape, like a mental escape, but it's very hard to do it if you're stuck in a rut and you can't get out of that rut. Agreed. Yeah, totally agree. A Um, buddy. I think, yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. Okay, no, yeah. So finding somebody to do it with so that you're accountable to each other Mm. is like the best thing you can possibly do. How often do you get out of bed and think, oh, I really can't be bothered to exercise today. But if you've said that you'll meet somebody, you'll do it. And you'll think to yourself, oh, you know, we can just take it easy. Once you're doing it, 
it's fine, isn't it? It's like it, the hardest thing is starting. Yeah. So once you start, and I can't remember how long it is until something becomes a habit, but it's not that long. It's like two weeks or something like that. Yeah. So if you stick at it for that long and then you keep setting little goals, you'll smash it and you'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I agree. And I actually think, right, this is a really good tip as well, that if you get up in the morning and you get up and you put on your active wear, it yeah. starts, do not come downstairs in anything else <laughs> apart from what you think you might do some exercise in that day. So that yeah. for me looks like a bit of lycra from Sweaty Betty or New Look or something. And then like, uh, you know, my, my, my running top. And if I come downstairs in my comfies or my like dressing gown, I'm like, oh, I don't want to exercise. I've got to go back upstairs again. I've got to put it on. I've got to just do yeah. it. If you can just bung it on, have it laid out the night before, put it on and just come downstairs. Even if you don't do anything, that is a good start. Also, yeah. I really hate talking about, because I think diet, I hate dieting. I think dieting is really not great. And I don't like discussing what, people eat because that also makes you sort of set up for failure if you're not eating what someone else is eating and all this stuff but I have started taking these things called athletic greens and you get them on mm. a subscription and they come in the post and they come every month and I make a smoothie now for Dozer and I every single morning and in that smoothie I put a scoop of athletic greens a banana um, some celery some spinach half an avocado some berries so like strawberries raspberries or blueberries in it and some water and I blend it up and that is what we eat that well that's what we drink every single morning and I really do feel like it's helping me feel healthier because <laughs> I know that I'm getting yeah. all of my greens for the day and that sort of sets me up for the day yeah it's it's one of those things isn't it it's like if you've sat eating chocolate all day yeah I would think to my well this is the way my mind works anyway maybe other people's don't but this is how mine does if I eat chocolate all day and then I think to myself oh I really need to work out I'll think oh well there's no point because I've just yeah. eaten a load of chocolate yeah and they, those things don't go hand in hand yeah whereas if I'm you know eating right I want I want to exercise as well yeah. because I'm in that mindset that like healthy mindset yeah um and also, are you a goal-driven person? I think ask yourself that question as well. Like, do you need a goal? Do you need something to focus on? Or are you kind of more day-to-day? -day? So, um, yeah. There's loads of amazing There's apps. There's loads of amazing apps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, here's, here's one from Hannah. Two weeks postpartum and already missing my old carefree life. How to stay positive about the change? this is me all over this is me all over <laughs> um two weeks exactly how I was everyone says oh at two weeks you know you're at home and you just you don't want to leave the house I was like get me out back into the world <laughs> I want to be I want to feel normal again I was exactly the same and you know what there's nothing wrong with that and mm. I think we shouldn't hold on to the guilt surrounding that um and yeah. at two weeks postpartum you are in that bubble the newborn bubble and it feels like it's never going to end but it does and you will get aspects of your old life back if you want if you want to have them back yeah um but I found just doing like small things for myself um so like James would you know come with me and I might go and have my nails done 
or I would, you know, go go to the hairdressers, or I'd go out for <laughs> love a, a blow dry. Yeah, love. I mean, a blow dries <laughs> saved my life in the first year. They made me feel like normal for half an hour. Can't get into um, a bloody hairdresser at the moment, can we? No, I know. Down. From next week, we can. Um, but you know, just those really small things. Not necessarily, you know, going out on like massive, you know, massive nights out or anything like that. It was just those small things. Even just having a coffee on my own for half an hour while the baby slept it was those little things that made me feel like in touch with my old life um and also just telling people that's how you feel yeah. like letting letting your partner and your family know that's how you feel and they'll might you know might offer to help I think this also goes back to what what we were saying earlier on that there's this expectation from society and from ourselves that the minute we have the minute we've birthed a child we're supposed to just flick a switch and just think I don't even know what my life was like before you know of course we're going to grieve of course we're going to feel you know, elements of sadness. And that is absolutely fine. Like in amongst all of the sort of, you, you can't have the light without the dark. You can't have yeah. that, you, 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 you know, you, you can't experience the, the abundance of love and like the emotions that you go through with having a baby without on the flip side of that thinking, I actually mm. really don't want to have this baby in my arms today. I just want to be like being carefree and doing what I used to do that 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 comes with it it's like an ocean it's like waves they just come in and out all the time so it's fine for you to feel like that it's more than fine it's very normal and it's absolutely okay and I think if you are struggling with anxiety around it there are loads of like um the calm app is brilliant um even just doing some breathing in the shower I think doing your affirmations just making sure that you're protecting we did an amazing podcast with Caroline Britton we always refer back to it but putting yourself in a protective bubble just making sure that you're not giving everything to this to this tiny little stranger that's in your house um that you can keep something back for you too yeah absolutely so we'll be back right after this 
too much dairy. Um, so I have to be like quite militant on that. If I have like a couple of slices of toast, I'm suffering with like cramps and really bad bloating for like, you know, hours afterwards. And wow. oh yeah. And like I get bunged up and I get piles and oh great. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. Um, so <laughs> I think diet, absolutely. Water is like really key for stopping bloating. Um, lemon in hot water in the mornings is really, really good. Apple cider vinegar is amazing. Peppermint tablets are also incredible for bloating and wind. Yeah. You can get those from yeah. Holland and Barrett. Uh, anything else, Jane? I love a pep I love a peppermint tea. Oh, I'm and me. Yeah. yeah, that's like top of my list. It does genuinely really, really help. Yeah. I don't actually suffer with like bloating, like you say, after eating bread or anything like that. I'm I must be like so immune to wheat after all the pasta I eat. <laughs> <laughs> but um I do I do sometimes feel a bit like groggy after and peppermint tea just sorts it right out love that um so yeah (laughs) um how to deal with having to keep baby's schedule leaving social events early etc that's from Sophia do you know what this (laughs) I read something I can't remember where it was but it was basically like a routine will will set you free but at first it will piss you off yeah <laughs> and I thought do you know what that is so true because if you're a routine person you'll love be you know a baby schedule you know when they nap you know when you're going to get you know your hour or two hours to yourself um you know where you are with it I mean I like I quite like to routine but equally it really used to piss me off as well like <laughs> I'd have to I'd look at the clock at like half 11 and think oh I really need to get back for the like, afternoon nap but I'm having such a nice time but if I don't my, you know the rest of my day is going to be rubbish because I'm going to have a screaming baby and you're yeah. kind of like sitting there wondering what's worse um so I completely get it and you do get to a point where you can kind of like dip in and out of the routine. Would you agree, Zoe? Like you can kind of be a bit more yeah. flexible with it and you'll know when you can do that. Yeah. Um, and it just comes with time and like confidence, I guess. Yeah, I think you've said it all there, G. Um, yeah. You know, it's one of those ones that a routine will give you the space and the time that you, you need, but also will will handcuff you to certain situations. And that is really tricky. <laughs> yeah. Um you know, you, you, you want, you never want them to drop the nap, but at the same time, the nap sometimes destroys like weekends and, you know, it's, yeah. it's really, really tough and we don't have the magic answer, although it's, no. it, everything is just a small moment in time. Uh, and before yeah, exactly. you, like, yeah, it's a tricky one, that one, but I think some people love a routine. Some people hate it. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. And if it's some, some people that, yeah, like you say, they just, they're not into a routine, their baby yeah. sleeps whenever the baby wants to sleep yeah. I personally have never been able to do that no because um, when the baby's sleeping of... you're doing a million other things because you're a superwoman <laughs> <I'm not. laughs> you I just like I just like to know when I'm gonna get that time and yeah I mean I'm screwed with Gigi she um she won't sleep when we're out so I know that now and that's just I guess my life for the next two years <laughs> I feel like I've totally lost my sense of style. I'm paranoid of looking like a mum. <laughs> oh my God. 
<laughs> Do you know what? Isn't it weird <laughs> Isn't it that looking like yeah. a mum becomes an insult? I know. Like, it's an insult. Like, everyone's like, I don't want to look mumsy. Or I'm not like a normal mum. I'm a cool mum. I mean, yeah. it's, it's so odd. It, but My, yeah, my I mean, mum I, is the coolest, <laughs> spunkiest woman. I can't believe I just said spunky. She's like drink. <laughs> She's like drinking the wacky tea and like dancing in the dancing in the moonlight in Kenya on the beach and like I'm like where's that? She's me, but she's 74. Like where's that from? She goes Matalan, darling. Um, she goes got a Matalan budget, haven't I? She she cracks me up. So I I hope I look like my mum when I'm that age because I think she's ledge. But yeah, I I hear you. Um, I really relate to this because I definitely was so into fashion before I had the kids. The minute I became pregnant and I couldn't dress with this bu- with my, with the bump, I I don't mm. know, like I look back at photographs of me when I was pregnant, I was like, what the fuck was I wearing? <laughs> Some of the shit that I wore was like, oh my God, it, it should be burnt. In fact, I've chucked it all out because I just hated it all, obviously, because it's pregnancy class. Like when when you're pregnant and then you go into the shop and like you look over at the maternity uh, section, I remember looking over thinking, shit, is that my new life over there? Like, is that that me? Is that me now? Like the weird florals and like everything was floral at the time. Um, And like weird like t- tiny ditzy prints which were just really really ugly and horrible and those um, like three quarter length dresses those like floral stretchy dresses that like went over yeah. the bump or like um it's a really, really nice weird. um bodycon you know like a, a like a bright blue bodycon with flowers on it it's like i would not put my dead dog in that dress <laughs> I am not going to wear it. But somehow I managed to wear it. So basically I lost my sense of style for a very long time. And now I would say that I'm loving clothes more than ever. And I think it's one of those things that it just, it has taken, well, how long has it been? Three, three and a half years, four years since I felt like, yeah, I've got this now. I understand how to wear clothes again. I've, 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 you know, I've sized up from where I was. I'm comfortable with that. You know, just even little things like trying on is absolutely key, isn't it, G? Yeah. Because like, when yeah, it, when yeah, we no, met, no, no, no. I wasn't wearing dresses. I, I love wearing dresses. We were wearing leggings every day when yeah. we met, so yeah. that's all we were. I, yeah. I, I don't think I saw you in anything other than a pair of leggings. <laughs> you probably didn't see me in anything other than a pair of leggings. We're like trotting around Tesco's in our leggings. Oh, yeah, God. exactly. No, do you know what? I think it does take time. And also, like we've said before, your lifestyle changes. So where before you might be used to wearing heels all the time and that instantly lifts an outfit – when you're going to the park, it's probably not something you're going to do. So you almost need to find a way of like my favorite word, jazzing up an outfit when it's a bit more casual. Um, and that takes time, but you, you know, you'll get there and it is, it's, it's treating yourself. It's going and browsing, looking around the shops and tr- yeah, trying mm. stuff on and mm. taking inspiration from people that you see on in like magazines or on Instagram. Totally. Or um so there's so much inspiration out there now like literally Mm. like you can pick up your phone and just scroll through images and images and images and you'll find people that you that you know you can relate to and you like what they wear and you can take elements of that Mm. um agreed yeah for sure you'll get there Are your boobs ever the same again? George? <laughs> no. No. 
They're not. No, they're no, not. they're not. No, but no. you know what? Some people's are. I know. They really are. It's, uh, it, I think, is it luck of, yeah, it's luck, luck of the draw. Luck of the draw. <laughs> oh, Carolyn Kenya, my mum, she's like that. Oh, darling, my boobs got bigger when I had you and they just stayed. I'm like, oh, aren't you oh. bloody lucky? Good for you, yeah. Carolyn in Kenya. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's luck of the draw, unfortunately. But it mine is. and Georgia's not the same. No, no, no but there are so many great bras out there that that you know you can get on board with those. <laughs> uh, this is a question from Kelly. Hubby still manages his me time and hobbies. How to handle resentment? <laughs> how about? Oh my gosh! How about? How don't... many times have we heard this throughout? How about? Don't resent. And just carve out your time too. How about yeah. don't don't spend your time feeling resentment towards him. Say to him, right, this is what I need in the week. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to fulfil for um, for you, for the family, for myself. This is what. But this at this point, I'm going to go and do what I love doing. Whether it's well, whatever your favourite thing to do is that you need space to do. Just say to him, "This is when I'm going to do it, and this is when I need you to take the kids." And if that is on a Saturday morning for two hours, when he takes them out to the park and you go and do whatever you want to do, then that so be it. And I think. I think I really suffered from this because I definitely, definitely tried to be all things to all people. I was trying to be an amazing career girl. I was trying to be the perfect wife. I was trying to be the best mother I could. And it was like this tumble dryer and I was like being bashed around, bashed around, bashed around. Mm -hmm. And suddenly I just snapped and I wasn't doing anything for me, nothing for me. And then I would get, oh, well, you know, you go to work, you know, you go to work, you get, it's like, that's not, that's not. That's work. I'm yeah. not having a nice yeah. time. I'm at work. So, mm. you know, um, if you go off and play golf for the afternoon, I'm going to go off and I'm going to go and play golf for the afternoon. Or, I'm, gonna, you know, wh- whatever it was, I just needed to say. And I actually feel fine now. Like I went off for a run the other morning. Kids were like crying at the door like, oh, don't go, mommy. And as I ran off, I was just like, bye, fuckers. Like, <laughs> I just wasn't sad. Just wasn't sad about it. Do you know what? It's, it's so, so, so true. I mean, the amount of conversations I've had with my friends, like about when, you know, when the kids are napping, like the mum, like stereotypically, the mum will think of everything that she can get done mm. in those two hours. Whereas like, our husbands or our partners will just think, "Great, I've got two hours to myself to yeah. do what I want to do." Yeah. It's it's just it's almost like we're programmed as women to like get everything done in like as little time as we can. Um, but you know, you're so right, Zoe. They don't. They can't read our minds. So unless we tell them that we need time to do our hobbies or whatever, then we can't. We can't resent them. Um, and almost we need to like follow them in you know the way that they are. Um, yeah, this this in, yeah. in take you know taking taking time for themselves because we all need it, don't we? Everyone yeah. needs it. Yeah, you are completely not alone, and I think communication is absolutely key in this. You've got to sit your husband down. You've got to say exactly what you want. Figure out what it is that you want, and then say to him, "This is going to be happening. So how can you help me facilitate it?" And it doesn't need to be an aggressive conversation, and it doesn't need to be an angry conversation. It just needs to be um, a conversation that you've decided to 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 have and also just know that you deserve it okay there's got to be a a flick that switches inside of us okay because we're martyrs about it in a way women 
We're like, yes. you know, we're doing everything. We're putting loads of washing on. We're cooking the dinner. And it's like, well, okay, what if we didn't do that? But if we just step mm. back for a second and said, you can do that, I've got to do something else. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. I know. We all need to do it for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Um, this isn't a question, but I thought I'd read it out because it's great. Um, on Sunday, I gave birth to my second child. Mm. This time, I love my body. Wish I had felt that way the first time. I love that. Thank you, Ellis, for sending that in. Oh, that's amazing. And congratulations. Yeah. Yes, congratulations. Yeah, we all need to channel our our inner Ellis. Inner Ellis. Yeah. <laughs> so let's finish up on this one. It's from Katie. Did you buy a whole new wardrobe or wait to get back into pre-baby clothes? So? Did you buy a whole new wardrobe? Mm, basically, I kind of decided that I... But in my head, I sort of had a vision on how I wanted to feel again um, yeah. because it was more about that for me. I knew that my body was going to look different. I obviously went to some dark places at the beginning, which I've spoken about. But I sort of, in my head, didn't have a time limit on how long it would take for me to feel okay again about my body. So what I did was is basically just kind of went a bit understated in terms of uh, I was just kind of wearing, you know, great sort of leather look leggings or like just leggings and hoodies and you know just still kind of figuring out what I who I was as, as a person again but just it kind of spending the time just working on how to feel mentally strong and look after Luna and and then once I felt ready to start discovering clothes again I then started investing in key pieces for my wardrobe so I definitely yeah. didn't rush back into it because I didn't want to spend money on a whole new wardrobe when I didn't feel yeah. confident at that that post baby weight. It was just me personally. I just wanted to wait until I felt ready to go again. The majority of stuff that I owned before baby, I got rid of anyway because I just, you know, as we've spoken about, you just discovering the new you again and that yeah, new exactly. me dressed differently. Yeah, Does that make sense. Do you know what? Yeah, no, it no, it really does, and I think that is something you don't need to dive in straight away and buy a whole new wardrobe because also, you know, certain pieces in your wardrobe might fit you again. So if you love them, then yeah, hold on to them. Don't, you know, don't put pressure on yourself to get back into them, but hold on to them because, you know, someday you might wear them again if you Mm. love them. Mm. Um, But also, you know what, like in this, there's been quite a few questions around body shape and weight and all this kind of stuff and I don't know how you feel about this so but I think there's a real thing at the moment about not wanting to admit that you want to lose weight like Mm. it's like a really bad thing like if you say you know what I really want to lose six pounds okay but Actually, I kind of do sometimes, yeah. yep. you know, like sometimes I think to myself, you know what? Okay, I probably would feel a bit better if I lost, you know, those extra pounds. And I'm not going to do it in some crazy way because I, I don't, as as we all know, like I love food and I, I'm, you know, very, I'm healthy. Um, but sometimes I do just want to lose weight. And I think there's nothing wrong with that. If yeah. that's, if that's you and that's, I was like it before having a baby, you know, it's not after I've had a baby that I'm suddenly like, oh, you know, I want to lose, I want to lose six pounds or I want to lose three pounds or whatever. I've always been like that. Mm. Um, And I don't want to feel ashamed to say it. 
Um, you shouldn't, G. Probably, yeah, I think there's sometimes quite a lot of people out there who think, do you know what, I'd feel more confident if I was, you know, this size again or whatever or yeah. this size, not even again, just this size. I might feel a bit more confident. And, you know, that's that's the way some people are. And I think there's nothing wrong with it. I really love this debate and I really love this conversation because there's so much that we need to discuss around it. I feel like... There's been a really big movement in the last couple of years to yeah. to really get on board with and and support and love and cherish our bodies in whatever form and shape and size that they come. There's some amazing plus size models on Instagram that are like normalizing, you know, the way that you look. And I love seeing that because those women are really confident. They're really fulfilled. They're really happy. And they're they happy. they they are happy, like deeply happy with the way that they look. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. If, however, you look that way and you're not happy and you want to look a different way, then you are allowed to say, I want to shift yeah. some weight and I want to get to my target weight, which is whatever it is. And that's fine too. But we, there is something in that, like you've just said, you've just identified that we either can't talk about um, for some mm. reason because, I don't know, society says we can't, um, or we... We don't want to hear how to get there. And I think that's another yeah. thing. That's another thing. You know, we all know, you know, what to eat and how to keep healthy. And but we can't ever really have an honest discussion around it. Um, yeah, and exactly. maybe we'll save that for another time. <laughs> yeah, I think definitely. It's definitely something we need to talk about for sure. Yeah. Um, so let's do, should we do our products? Yes, let's week? do it before I start ranting. Um, I'm going to kick us off with something that I got for the kids on Instagram. They are basically animal masks. They come in white and you just colour them in. So they're basically, yeah, I mean, really, really simple. I think it was like a pack of 20 that arrived and I got two packs, one for Kit, one for Luna. And they came with little colouring in um, felt tip pens and they sat and coloured in these masks and then we made them and they were charging around the house where I actually uploaded a photograph of Kit wearing one that Luna had designed. Wow. They've been doing them now for like 10 days straight. They just love them. Where are they from? Just from Amazon. Oh my God, it's so good. Yeah, and I think so that they're five pounds. <laughs> Best <laughs> no, thing that, I bought on Amazon for ages. It's always stuff like that, isn't it, that keeps them entertained? Like the yeah. stuff that you would never think. Yeah. Um, so for me, this isn't just so much of a product, but a place or a shop. Um, Dunelm, right? Yes. So I have always popped in there for like, you know, bits and bobs like over the years. They do quite a lot of branded stuff like Bray Banter bins and all that kind of thing. But they have got so many cool like little accessories like lamps and lights. And I've got um, for Gigi's room like two neon pink lights. One says love and the other one says hey. Yes. And they're just, they're like 10 pounds and like 15 pounds. And they're just really cool little touches in her room. And equally like at the price, it doesn't matter if in three years time or whatever or two years time, she changes her bedroom. I think it's hard with kids rooms like I'm always really mindful like yeah we'll invest in the wardrobes or you know things that are going to be around for ages but ultimately kids are going to want to change their room yeah of course I mean not maybe Um, when they're five but maybe when they're like you know 12 Yeah, well, no, you say that, but like even now, Axel's already saying like certain things that he wants in his room at four, you know? But he's so, the prince. He, I mean, he's, 
he is the prince. <laughs> um, but yeah, do you know what? It's such yeah. a, just such a good place. Really, really great. Okay, love that. Um, I'm going to give a special shout out to um, a, li- a very small business on Instagram called Love Letter Beads. So on Instagram, she is love underscore letter beads. Her name is Annette. And she basically sent me the most beautiful beautiful little bracelet in the post it had the initials of z d i l k all all of us together which she makes herself and it just basically said thanks so much for supporting me this year she can do whatever you want she can put you know names of of, uh, children husbands lovers whoever you want on there and you can choose the designs yeah just send her a little when i've got got a random like (laughs) x around my wrist you'll know why it's Xanthi that i met (laughs) Xanthi, my my new lover Um, (laughs) so yeah give her a follow love underscore letter beads and if you're going to be ordering anything this christmas for like your best mate or whatever this is the place to do it that is such a nice idea isn't it um so yeah no i really love all the letter that the little letter bracelets and stuff they make such nice gifts um this is another jewelry brand called new n-u-e um and they sent me some little tiny hoop earrings now i don't know about anyone else but basically when i was a teenager i used to wear really heavy earrings (laughs) So oh my now my my holes are all droopy. So I can't wear like dangly statement earrings. Or if I do, I can't wear them for that long. I can only right. wear them for like a couple of hours or whatever at dinner. So as soon as lockdown's over, I'm going to go and get like more piercings in my ears, but all dainty. So if you like that kind of look as well, um, these new hoops, are, they come in like really small sizes as well. So they're almost... They're not like a drop of a hoop. They're just teeny, teeny, teeny little hoops. Nice. Um, and they have like little things that you can get to hang on them. And they're just, it's just a really lovely brand um, and something a bit different as well. Nice. So yeah, I wanted to mention those today. Love that. And the last shout out today is Zatchels have launched their new Luna collection which like special place in my heart. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got the baby blue one. George has gone for the rose quartz one and they're just really, really cute handbags. So perfect if you're looking for something to get for Christmas. They're absolutely gorgeous. We'll be doing a little swipe up on our Instagram as well. But yeah, make sure you check them out. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for listening. We've rambled on. Hopefully it wasn't too mad in places. Um, <laughs> as always, we would love you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast. And if you get time to give us a little five star, that would be wonderful. Yeah. And please do keep your messages coming and all of your suggestions. You can DM us anytime at Made by Mamas or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Hartman. And we will see you on Tuesday for some really exciting guests really can't wait see you then see you then selling a little or a lot shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business from the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage shopify is there to help you grow shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout 36 percent better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms because businesses that grow grow with shopify Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work, shopify.com slash work. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 